welcome to Bangor Community Church Podcast. We pray that you will be blessed today as you hear the Word of God. It's all about Jesus, isn't it church? It's all about Him. And we're just going to continue as we've been um, ministering a series on Jesus. We're going to continue today. We're going to speak about Jesus. So let's pray. Hallelujah. Oh, we thank you, Lord. We lift up your name today. We lift up your name, Jesus. You're high and lifted up. Hallelujah. There's no one like you. Wonderful counselor, the mighty God. Prince of peace. Hallelujah. We thank you, Lord. And as we come around the word today, we thank you for revelation of this word into each of our hearts. In Jesus' name, amen. Hallelujah. So we've been believing that Jesus is going to become more manifest in our lives. As we've been studying, as we've been talking about Jesus, as we've been going through the scriptures of Jesus. And last Sunday, we kind of finished, we were talking about Jesus had glory with the Father before he came to earth. Remember, we were talking about he had glory. And then he stepped into time. He stepped into time, be limited by time, to come to die for us. As John 17, verse 5 says in the Passion, So my Father, restore me back to the glory that we shared together when we were face to face before the universe was created. And he left that glory. Jesus was willing to leave the glory, the glory that he had with the Father and come Hebrews says, so that he could bring sons and daughters to glory, so that we could carry the glory. Amen? So we're believing that God opens our eyes, that we can behold the glory of Christ more and more. And today, if you're born again, you're a glory carrier. What about that? You're a glory carrier. Is that not amazing? You carry the glory. Hallelujah. And I believe in these last days, as God is calling us to go higher, He's wanting us to go reach deeper into the deeper depths of His glory, so that people see the glory in us more and more and more. It's so important. So when you behold Jesus, you're being transformed into His image. So as we're studying about Jesus, as we're going through the Scriptures, as we're speaking about Him, as you read about the Lord, as you're meditating on Him. You go from glory to glory to glory. Remember Moses when he went up Mount Sinai? He received an impartation of glory. His face shone so much so that it had to be veiled because Moses loved the glory. He loved the glory of the Lord. And we just want to read here a little bit about Jesus and about the transfiguration. And we find that in the Amplified Bible today. And I'm reading from Luke, Luke in chapter 9, and we're going to start in verse 18. It says, Now it happened that as Jesus was privately praying privately, the disciples were with him. And he asked them, Who do the crowds say that I am? And we've been saying that, that everybody wanted to know who this Jesus was. Turn to your neighbor and say, Who do you believe Jesus is? Everybody wants to know who Jesus is. And and the answer, John the Baptist, some say Elijah, but others say that ancient prophets has come back to life. In verse 20, and he said to them, but who do you say that I am? And Peter replied, the Christ, the Messiah, the anointed of God. 
the son of the living God, another translation says. But he strictly warned them and admonished them not to tell this to anyone. And then he went on to say to his disciples, you know, that he had to go and he su be suffer, suffer many things and be rejected and give his life. And then if we carry on into verse 24, for whoever wishes to save his life in this world will eventually lose it through death. But whoever loses his life in this world for my sake, he is the one who will save it from the consequences of sin. Do you know sin has consequences? And separation from God. What does it profit a man if he gains the whole world? What does it profit a man if he gains all the wealth and the fame and success and loses or forfeits himself? Verse 26, for whoever is ashamed here and now of me and my words, the Son of Man will be ashamed of him when he comes into his glory and the glory of the heavenly Father and of the holy angels. But I tell you truthfully, there are some among those standing here who will not taste death before they see the kingdom of God. Now about eight days after these teachings, he took along Peter, John, and James. And we've spoken about those three before. They were close to Jesus, and they got benefits. When you are close to Jesus, there's things that you'll hear in your spirit. There's things that you'll see that other people won't see and they won't be aware of because they're not, they haven't got that proximity to Christ. We want to be pressing in close to Jesus. So he took along these three, and as he was praying, the appearance of his face became different, actually transformed, and his clothing became white and flashing with the brilliance of his lightning. And down to verse 32, Now Peter and those who were with him had been overcome with sleep, but when they were fully awake, they saw his glory and splendor and majesty. And the two men who were standing with them Verse 34, and even as he was saying this, a cloud formed and began to overshadow them. And they were greatly afraid as they entered the cloud. But then a voice came out of the cloud saying, this is my beloved son, my chosen one. Listen and obey him and yield to him. And when the voice had ceased, Jesus was found there alone. And they kept silent and took no one at that time, told no one at that time, of any of the things they'd seen concerning the divine manifestation. So they saw his glory. They saw his majesty. They saw the splendor of Jesus. That was awesome. And you see that? This is my beloved son, the Father said. This is my chosen one. Do you remember last week we were saying that Father chose Jesus? He chose him. And Jesus chose us. We didn't choose Jesus. He chose us. Hallelujah. So they were eyewitnesses of his magnificence. They saw his glory. They saw all of his majesty. There was a revealing of Jesus. And that's what I long for more and more. Jesus, reveal yourself to me more and more and more as I read this word. You know, there's many things. We're reading this word. We're reading this word to know how to live life, what to do about certain situations, what to do about any situation. This is the manual we have for life. But as you read in this word, this word is Jesus. And you're getting to know him more and more and more. He's going to be re revealed to you more and more. So the three disciples saw Jesus coming into his kingdom. When we read there in verse 27, 
that Jesus said there will be some of you that won't taste death before they see the kingdom of God. There's the three. Peter, John, and James saw Jesus in that significant spiritual moment coming into his kingdom. It was awesome. Amen? But that same Greek word in the transfiguration of Jesus is used for us. It's used for believers who are being transfigured transfigured or transformed by the renewing of our minds and we know that scripture in Romans 12 too and I'm reading from the Amplified don't be conformed to the world don't be conformed any longer with its superficial values and customs but be transformed it comes from the word metamorphosis any kids know what that word means come on put your hands up high if you remember that word anyone any youth metamorphosis That's the same word transformed and progressively changed as you mature spiritually by the renewing of your mind, focusing on godly values, ethical attitudes, so that you may prove for yourselves what the will of God is, that which is good and acceptable and perfect in his plan and purpose for you. So that source of our transformation, it comes from Christ's glory. What we've been talking about, it comes from his glory and the destination of that glory is for us for more glory. Turn to somebody and say, more glory. Turn to your other neighbor and say, more glory. Who wants more glory? I want more glory. I want to be that glory carrier. Amen? As I gaze upon the beauty of Jesus more and more, and it comes by reading the word, because the word is spirit and life. Hallelujah. We go from strength to strength, faith to faith, glory to glory. As we're reading this word, 2 Corinthians 3, verse 17 to 18, in the Amplified Classic says, Now the Lord is the Spirit, and where the Spirit of the Lord is, that's the Holy Spirit there, there's liberty, there's emancipation from bondage, there's freedom. Who's freedom today? Who's walking in freedom because of Christ? Because Jesus rose from the dead. You know, sometimes with situations going on in our life that in our life that could be full of death, depression, discouragement. But when we bring Jesus into our everyday lives, we're bringing that resurrection life into our circumstances. We're bringing that liberty and that freedom, that freedom from frustrations, that freedom that he gives us. Verse 18 says, All of us, as with unveiled face, because we continue to behold him in the word of God. That's awesome, isn't it? Because we, so there you go. There's a because. Because we continue to behold in the word of God, as in a mirror, the glory of the Lord, are constantly being transfigured into his very own image in ever-increasing splendor and from one degree of glory to another. Amen. For this comes from the Lord who is the Spirit. Hallelujah. So we're glory carriers today. Turn to your neighbor and say, I'm a glory carrier. And I want more. I want more. I'm, I want more to carry the glory more. Amen. So we're lifting up Jesus over every situation. Uh, Matthew 1, 23 in the New King James, it says, Isaiah prophesied, Behold, the virgin shall be with child and bear a son, and they shall call his name Emmanuel, which is translated God with us. Jesus coming in the flesh. It's Jesus in you, the hope of glory, the word says. The hope of glory, if you're born again today. Jesus in you, 
the hope of glory. Hallelujah. Last week, we read that scripture, John 15, 16. Jesus speaking to his disciples, he says, you didn't choose me. I chose you. I chose you. I chose you. Every time I read that, I think, you chose me, God. I never get past that part. You chose me, my goodness, and appointed, appointed. So we need to, you appointed us. We need to see ourselves as appointed to do a glorious work, to be glory carriers. He's chosen us and appointed us to carry his glory so that we'll go forth, so that we'll go and bear fruit and that our fruit shall remain, that whatever you ask, and that word ask means demand, that whatever you demand the Father in my name, he may give you. It's not talking about demand like that spoiled child and their demanding mom, give me this now, give me, give me, give me. I know no kids here would ever be like that. It's not demanding in that way, but it's knowing you're right. It's knowing that whatever you ask, it's knowing the promise, whatever you ask in Jesus' name, it's understanding the name of Jesus and that you can ask the Father in the name of Jesus. And it's knowing that so much that in you, in your spirit, there will be a demanding, I have asked in Jesus' name, Father. There's a demanding. Amen. This word is awesome. This is why we need to just get it in us. Get this working in our lives. We're supernatural beings. Amen. So I can ask in his name. I can be bold. Hallelujah. And God will bring it to pass. We have the name of Jesus to use. And what a treasure that is today. We've got all these gifts. But what a gift is. The name of Jesus. So whatever your situation is today, speak the name of Jesus over your situation, over your emotions, when you're overwhelmed, cooking dinner, having visitors today. Sometimes we can be overwhelmed, tired from the night before or up early with kids. Bring Jesus. Just call on the name of Jesus. Speak Jesus when you're feeling like that today. Speak the provision of God over your needs, whatever that is. If you're lonely, if you're, if you're missing someone, if, you, if you're depressed, if you're anxious, call on Jesus. He stepped into time to be with us. He's with us, amen? He's acquainted with all of our grief, all of our sorrows, all of our pain, all of our discouragement. Bring Jesus into this day. Bring him into every day. And you know, it's the Holy Spirit. He glorifies Jesus. He brings Jesus into our daily life. And sometimes our situations, circumstances in our days just get so busy. But we must never forget about Jesus. Speak Jesus over your finances. If you have a physical need in your body, speak Jesus. Jesus heals. He's the healer. Amen? And we not only want Jesus to change us for our outside circumstances, but he changes us from the inside out. Bad attitudes, emotions, or stinking thinking. Who's ever heard Joyce Meyer talk about stinking thinking? Our reactions. When we bring Jesus into everything, he changes us from the inside out. Amen? Have you ever heard anybody say, oh, I'll be so glad when this day's over. Can't wait for this day to be over. But, the, you know, it's a negative 
comment, isn't it? It's a negative statement. You know, turn that around and say, this is the day that the Lord has made. This is the day the Lord has made, and I will rejoice. Always remember, Dad, pastor saying that. This is the day that the Lord has made when he, we're all tucked in the car going to church week in, week out, Sunday, Christmas Day, and going visiting after Christmas Day to the eldest lady in the church. And sometimes we could get a little bit anxious to get home and unwrap, unwrap presents and things, but Dad would be saying, this is the day the Lord has made, and we're, we're going to rejoice and be glad in it. Amen? So be encouraged, because God is the God of restoration. He wants us to have a supernatural Christmas, supernatural 2022. You know, when I, when I visited Hillary, and Hillary in her rehab, and and walking again and everything. I just spoke over her and prayed over her. Hillary, supernatural. Super above the natural. Supernatural, quick healing. Amen. By the way, Hillary is home in her own home. She'd stayed with Gwyneth, her twin sister, for a while, but she's home. Her goal was, I'll be home for Christmas. And she made that goal. She made it actually a day or two days earlier than her expected goal. So praise the Lord. We're lifting Hillary up in prayer. Praise God. So, um, young people, youth, children, make Jesus your best friend. Make him your, the best gift. He's the best gift you'll ever, ever, ever receive. Jesus is the best gift. Amen? So let's pray. Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord. God, we're asking you today to reveal yourself more, more and more to us. More and more as we read your word, as we listen to your word, as we spend time with you, as we worship you, we're asking you, Lord, reveal yourself to us. We want to be those glory carriers, carrying your glory more, that God, we would just shine people see us, Lord, whether it's in the office, whether it's school or college. The people see us and they notice there's something different about us. And they may not articulate, they may not say it's a glory, but that's what it is. It's a glory. We're lifting you high above every situation and circumstance, every emotion, everything that was trying to Get us down today, or we'll try everything that would try and keep us attached, as it were, to this earth and earthly thinking. We're lifting our eyes to you. We're lifting our focus to you today, Jesus, because you're everything. You're everything. You are everything to us. And Lord, we know that we ask, whatever we ask the Father in your name, you give to us. You'll give it to us. As we speak your name, as we come, Father, in the name of Jesus, we're expecting those things manifest in our lives. In Jesus' name, amen. Thank you for joining us. We look to God that he will direct your steps in blessings through this week. For more information, visit us at bangercommunitychurch.co.uk or find us on Facebook.